Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the Division Endgame. We did get to play it in the beta, and I wanted to talk about what I thought about it. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in and catch me live. I'm probably live right now, twitch.tv slash rage, or just look up rage. Come and hang out. Join the question and answer session in the talk. And if you're watching this on YouTube, the question and answer link will be below in the description. And you can always click the like button or the share button. That's a free way to support my content if you enjoy it. So with Division 2, I want to give my endgame thoughts about the specialists, the abilities, and the signature weapons because those are kind of the three main things that I wanted to give my feedback on. In the end game, if you saw my initial thoughts on the private beta, I did have concerns about the abilities and their presence, and I think some of that is answered, but not quite in the end game. So I did want to talk about it. Now let's just talk about the specialists in general. I liked how they went about as you could. Re- they were really smart, I think, about distinguishing the specialist one from another. The, you know, the guy that you can see me running with right now, the backpack is enormous. You know, he looks kind of like he's got the sleeveless shirt on, you know, he looks cool. He, he, he's, he's armed to the teeth, and I love that. I love just the aesthetic differences between them to really distinguish. Also, the internal update, so it's not just their appearance, but there's like an internal thing that they do where while you're you know, leveling up, I'm sure you'll be unlocking these. Some of the abilities get augmented essentially by your your the specialist that you pick. So he got like an artillery turret. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I thought that was a really cool idea. The implementation execution might not be very good on those abilities, but I like the idea of saying you are this specialist and that changes some of the abilities. I hope there's more of that with some of the other ones like the swarm and some of the other abilities we didn't get to use. Having those augmented by your specialist was I think a really nice touch to bring things home. The signature weapon and the updated skills I felt really made you feel like you weren't just playing as a normal agent anymore and I thought that was a very very good thing that's going to inform some of my feedback though about the presence of the abilities and the signature weapons because if this is essentially supposed to be the capstone to your experience in the division I think there needs to be a far greater difference between how you feel in the early game and how you feel in the end game and I really think the way you do that is with the abilities and the signature weapons obviously your kit and your complementary abilities and having a gear set and having really good guns that we want that to be a part of the game too because when you get into the end game and you get really strong weapons with great rolls and you have a really nice gear set that complements your playstyle, that's good too but I I do really continue to think that this game's future and and likability and fun factor is in it is in uh the, the abilities and the signature weapons because that's that's kind of the that's kind of the thing that can set this apart from just being a cover based shooter and a lot of people have given me feedback I wasn't clear in my first in my first video I don't mind being in cover I understand it's a cover based shooter and I don't mind like oh you have to be in cover during combat I need to distinguish and make sure that I'm clear about this I don't like having to hide in cover so much that's the difference it's a cover based shooter being in you know being in cover is a part of the a part of the game i don't like having to hide so much and i do think abilities and signature weapons are a way to keep that from becoming such a prevalent form of the combat now let's talk about the abilities once you get to this stage of the game this 
this is really when the abilities need to be ramped up and I did not feel the impact of that at all the artillery turret was horrible it did not work very well at all I felt like I was just lobbing a pop can at people that would get there slow late and it was very very difficult to aim if you want the artillery turrets to be effective for this guy and feel like it's his and it's explosive have it shoot little missiles or something that seek and then it's got to cool down and you got to wait a while before it can shoot again but having to aim it myself and having it fly so slow and take so long to get there it was very reminiscent to the the bombing drone very difficult to use clunky not enjoyable i just stopped using it and that's not the way you want this game to feel if people want to disagree with me and say abilities should be complementary it should be primarily about gunplay and positioning that's fine you can have that position at the very least you can agree with me that when you use the abilities they should be both strong and easy to use they shouldn't be challenging and clunky and and painful it shouldn't be cumbersome to use an ability and they should be effective even if you don't think they should have a presence i think they should show up a whole lot more i think their cooldowns should be far faster than they are even if you disagree with that point i think you can agree they should be fun to use and effective when you use them the other thing about abilities is that their their presence and their power was very minimal so you you can't have it both ways right it'd be one thing to say they show up very infrequently but they're really strong or they show up super frequently but they're not that strong they're they're effective they help you they're complimentary but you know because they show up so often they're kind of weak it's a bit of a double whammy their presence and power is minimal they hardly show up and when you do use them they don't seem that influential other than the healing abilities the, the healing abilities were incredibly strong. The mine would follow you. The drone would follow you. And I just really think that, and someone in chat is saying, this game is the opposite of Anthem. Guns first, ability second. My pushback to that is, all the tools in your toolbox, you have two guns, you have two abilities, you have a signature weapon, uh, you can be in cover. And I grow concerned when, out of all those options, there's there's a there's a very very strong bent towards hiding and shooting and everything else feels not secondary everything else feels almost non-existent so if it was secondary i would probably be okay with that but i would argue they don't even feel secondary they feel non-existent and weak the other thing is it's clear to me that they want them to be influential because the enemies take the abilities away from you with emp attacks so to, that, that communicates something to me. If you're going to try and make the combat challenging, they take those abilities away from you with the little EMP, uh, the, the explosions from the robots cause an EMP. There's little EMP stations at the end of this mission. That is clear to me that they want this game to be one where your abilities are influential and taking those away from you is a way to slow you down and make things harder. So... My thoughts on abilities kind of came to fruition here. When I played the early game, that's what I said. I said, everything scales. So if in the early game, the abilities are hardly ever showing up and they're weak, that's going to scale. That's going to be ever present. They're not going to suddenly make the abilities, you know, night and day difference from what they were in the early game. And that was generally true in this content. So I would love to see them at the very least, if they're going to be, as, as they are right now, they should at the very least be showing up way more often because they just didn't seem all that influential. Now, that, that might be a problem with the healing abilities because they did seem really effective. And that that's an exact reason as to why my I think my argument is sound. 
it's okay that the abilities are showing up less often when you're using the healing abilities because you sense how powerful they are but the other ones just feel so unbelievably in- inconsequential that it doesn't make sense that they're showing up so uh, so incons- like so rare now lastly let's talk about the signature weapons this is another point of combat rhythm that I think needs looked at they uh, felt different, and they had clear benefits. My favorite, obviously, was the grenade launcher, but the crossbow was dope, and the sniper hit like a dadgum truck, and I liked that. I thought it was so cool to have very specific types of weapons that were very clearly strong and had really, really good purpose. I loved that. I thought the signature weapons felt very, very good, and it's a very nice touch to Division. I thought it was a very smart play on their part. I also like that you don't have to create three characters. You can have each specialization capped. Once you get to that point, you can you can go and do another. Ammo replenishing is in the right headspace, but it's not working well at all. You can get the ammo back by doing certain things. Headshots, uh, a headshot kill drops sniper ammo. That's why if you ran sniper, you were actually getting ammo to drop. The grenade launcher guy has to get a kill with an explosive to get his back, which is problematic if you run out of grenades or if your grenades don't kill anybody because of the stupid Spidey Sense AI. Like, you throw a grenade, and before you even throw it, they're spreading out and they're they're running and hiding. That's problematic as well. Uh, and then the crossbow guy has to get a kill on somebody who has a status effect on them. So somebody's on fire and you kill them. Okay. I don't mind that. I think that's a good idea. I think that that is that's a great way for an intentional and very intelligent player to feed themselves ammo. But I do think the rhythm of combat and the way that this game works, every time you get to an ammo box, two or three rounds is completely reasonable to get for your signature weapon. And the reason that that's reasonable is every section of this type of content is an encased fight. There's the trash ads, then there's the mid-tier guys that come out, then there's the big, you know, the big boss man or the mini boss man that comes out. And there's also a variety of pretty tanky enemies from the, you know, from the robot dogs to the guys with all the armor. So I think every time going into one of these fights with at least two to three rounds of signature ammo is totally fine. They're kind of a moot point, in my opinion, if you if you can't get the ammo in a reasonable amount of time. It's too difficult, I think, to expect us to only get it from very specific kills, especially considering the sniper is going to have an abundance of critical hit kills. The sniper is going to be able to get critical hit kills all the time. That's not that difficult to do. You just kind of draw back, use a rifle, and land those headshot kills. Getting status effect kills and getting kills on people with uh, with explosions is very limiting. It's very imbalanced on how you get the signature ammo back. The rhythm of combat in this game is... I think, at its best, when abilities are present and powerful and signature weapons are being fed rhythmic rhythmic ammo. So you can enjoy the content and not feel like you're just stuck behind cover. On the Rageous Roundtable, one of the things that was asked was, did you guys feel like you got stuck a lot of the times? You just couldn't do anything. Yes, I did. There were numerous times where if you were out of grenades, your abilities were on cooldown and you had no signature weapons, you were right back to what made Division 1 so unappealing. Hiding behind a wall, slowly chiseling down tanky enemies with a gun. 
And I just don't think that that is the way that this game should feel in the end game. They've clearly lowered the time to kill. And I think right in line with that theme and that change is a better presence of abilities, more power and signature weapons to show up more often. Overall, I think the game flows and feels way better than Division 1 Endgame did. I mean, let's be honest here, and let's be fair. Division 1's endgame was horrendous. That first time I ran a challenge, it was terrible. This, they're pretty confident in their endgame if they're letting us run the endgame during the beta. And I feel like the beta the beta endgame ran significantly better than everything that we've ever experienced in Division 1's beta. Uh, beta. So, I want to be honest about that. I do think this was good content. I think it was fun. I thought it was well-designed. I just think there are ground-level problems that are are holding it back, in my opinion. Now, maybe the abilities were buggy and hard to use. Maybe they'll be patched. Maybe there'll be things we can get to make them significantly stronger, so that way you do feel a big difference between the end game and the early game. Maybe that's the case. So maybe maybe the min-maxing will turn it into a game where you can make your abilities significantly stronger, and we just got a taste in this beta. And I really hope that that's the case, because I'm telling you, I like the way Division feels. It feels good. It's got a very good flow. I love the loot. I love the way that you move around. I just don't want to be doing this all the time. Hiding, shooting, hiding, shooting, hiding, shooting. I think hiding and shooting has a place, but when it becomes the normative, dominating experience, I think that's when a lot of people check out. So, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, watching on uh, or Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or look up say no to rage. As with all of my content, uh, we do the Q&A next, so there's a link for the Q&A down below in the, in the info, and if you're here live, submit those questions right now so we can jump into that. And as always, if you're listening or watching in other locations, I greatly appreciate that. Please like, share, and subscribe.